Hey guys, it's Adam coming to you live from uh, Central Park in New York City. It is such a warm and beautiful day out um, that I decided to take the show on the road. <laughs> um, I'm going to be drinking some Mike's Hard Lemonade. Do not judge me because it, it's such a great spring day. Um, just warm enough that you want um, something like springy but not hot enough to, you know, want just water. Um, I just wanted to give you an update about the blog. It is coming together. However, there's been a couple of developments that I can't talk about right now. Um, but we'll have a firm decision, uh, within the next week or so. And, um, if we're going forward with the blog, it should be launching, um, probably within the next couple of weeks. Um, so now that the, now that the business is out of the way, let's get down to why you're all here. Let's talk about TV this week. Um, if you don't know, usually around middle of May, when the shows are all having their finales, um, the networks are already looking to the fall season to see um, what they want on their schedules and whatnot. And so what we've seen on Friday was just a brutal massacre of beloved TV shows being canceled. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which we're going to talk about in another segment. Uh, Lucifer. Um, Quantico. Designated Survivor. Um, Nine JKL. Um, Kevin Can Wait, which... That wasn't really such a surprise. Um, after they replaced Aaron Hayes with Leah Remini... Um, the ratings just tumbled, and I don't think it has anything to do with uh, with Leah, per se. I just think that that whole situation was really bungled. Um, for those that don't know, last season, or the the 2016-2017 season, Kevin Can Wait was the number one comedy. Um, it was, it was, some say it was because of the boost that I got from the Big Bang Theory. Others say that, you know, Kevin James is a TV star and he drew people in. I think it's a combination of both. Well, at the end of the season, um, they brought in Leah Remini for just an arc. And so that arc resulted in, like, really good ratings. So they were like, hmm, let's bring her back full-time next year. Well, I don't know if it was like a, we can't afford to have two leading ladies, or they wanted to repair Leah Remini and Kevin James from because they capitalize on the Kings of Queens success, or what. But they fired Aaron Hayes in a really dirty deal. Like, basically, they fired her so she couldn't um, try to book another pilot. And then, as if that weren't bad enough, they went on this whole promotional blitz um, talking about how they were rebooting the show. And Kevin James was quoted as saying that the whole reason why he had to kill off Aaron Hayes' character is so he didn't run out of story ideas. Keep in mind, this, is, this was the first season... You, when you pitch a TV show to a network, you have to show them that you have stories for at least 100 episodes, or that you, there can be 
based on the premise that there can be 100 stories created around this. Because the network doesn't want to just put stuff on air. They want... They're a business. They want to know that there's something solid behind it. Now, there are exceptions like miniseries, or um, they're calling them limited series now, where you don't necessarily have to be able to prove that you can do 100 episodes. You just have to show that there's interest in this, and you have to show why um, a limited series is is the way to go here. Um, but for, for a sitcom, uh, for a very traditional sitcom, I should say, um, yeah, you, you would have to show, like, this is not something that's gonna go by the wayside. Um, so Kevin James was just a, a jackass there. there. There's just no other way around that. Um, well, and so that got canceled, um, because the ratings just fell off. Again, jackass, th- that's gonna happen. Um... And surprisingly, the former number one sitcom being canceled after the second season isn't the biggest story. I'm going to lead into that right now. Give me one second. Okay, I'm back. Let's talk about Fox. This, um, a lot of this is stemming from Disney trying to buy the Fox assets. Um, basically right now, 21st Century Fox TV Studios feed programs to the Fox Network. And some of the Fox, um, like the FX, FXX, those kind of networks, they also get shows from uh, 21st Century Fox. Um, With Disney buying that, Fox has to slim down and figure out what exactly they're going to be doing. Um, So they... And one of the biggest deals um, for, for any regular entertainment program, Fox paid $550 million for season rights to football. Um, these rights used to be um, jointly shared by CBS and NBC. Um, so now, they're, now it's going to be Thursday Night Football on Fox. And, obviously, that's going to take up a lot of, uh, a, a lot of space on their schedules. So they had to get rid of uh, some stuff. Um, so they canceled the Daffirmation Lucifer. Um, Lethal Weapon, which we'll talk about in the next, in another segment, was renewed, um, but with a new co-star. Gotham was renewed... But, it's the final season. Um, there's no exact episode count yet for Gotham, but it's expected to be 13 se- um, thirteen episodes so that they can hit the magic 100 number. Um, I'm really surprised that they went with um, Fox instead of Netflix. I, I really thought Netflix was going to swoop in and save Gotham because um, they have first rights to streaming video on demand, and all that, and it would just be another um, feather in their cap if they were able to have first-run episodes of Gotham. Um, And this still could be a possibility where um, Netflix steps in and rescues the show after the season five finale. 
Um, that that's going to remain to be seen at this point. Um, but the the big story is they canceled almost all all of their live action sitcoms. Um, the Last Man on Earth, The Mick, um, both of which had fairly steady ratings and were critical darlings, which used to matter to Fox a lot. And the big one, the one that really just set fury across the internet, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Now, the Andy Samberg show was one of those shows where he was it was always kind of on the bubble, but never really in risk of cancellation. What I mean is, it really could have gone either way um, almost the entire time that it's been on in the air. But it was such it was an awards winner. It was it brought prestige and um for a long time Fox wanted to be the home of edgy uh comedies where like the big name comedy talent would come. Even if it wasn't gaining a lot of ratings a lot of the thought was to um a lot of the thought was that a big-name comedy star would be more apt to do business in other areas of the Fox family. And so, Andy Samberg was kind of the first one to embrace this. So, um, when the axe fell, people were really shocked and upset by this. Um, it's... <laughs> And this is, this was kind of just like the timeless thing from last season. Like, the the reaction was swift. The internet really came together in a way um, that it has for a few other shows, and it started really making their voices heard. I mean, it was just one of those really rare and crazy things where. You know, people were like, oh my god, like, how are you canceling this show? We love this show, like, at least give it a final season. And I think, again, it goes to the fact that it had just been on air for so long that it was kind of like, why are you canceling the show without giving it a, a, a proper uh, send-off? Let me open another mics, and I will be right back. Okay, let's talk more about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um... And to a, to an extent, Fox and NBC. Um, so they canceled it, and right after the cancellation news came down, um, executive producers were like, "Look, we're shopping it. Don't worry. We're we're doing everything. We just need you to raise your voices." And so the everyone just continued to clamor for it. And again, this was not a big shock because Fox didn't have room to continue with um, programming the way they had been. Um, at this point, I believe they're only programming five nights a week. Um, I th Saturdays are either repeats or uh, have been given back to the affiliates. I'm not sure which. Um, but I don't think that they do any original programming. I don't think any of the networks do any original programming on Saturdays anymore. Um, back in the heyday, they used to with like the Golden Girls and Empty Nest. Um, um, but I don't think that they've done that in quite a while. I think most of them just show repeats of their popular shows or, or sometimes movies. Um, so, 
so yeah. Um, so right away, the executive producers were like, we're, we're shopping it, don't worry. Um, and Hulu emerged as the front runner to nab it. Now, I don't know what happened. I don't know if talks just broke down or um, if there was some sort of issue. But Hulu ultimately had to pass. And I mean, to their credit, they passed fairly fast. Um, TBS, was, TBS and Netflix were also in the mix. But Netflix was a really a long shot because Hulu has um, the streaming rights to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And then in what can only be described as the perfect example of the vertical integration that's going on in TV right now where um, if they own it, they'll renew it or try to save it. NBC swooped in and renewed it for um, for a new season. It's only going to be 13 episodes, um, but the show was saved. And everyone's very happy about it. NBC has put it, and I think they put it um, on the back burner for mid-season, just because they had already had their schedule figured out, and they didn't really have time to go back and rework things. Um, they, this will be um, the third Mike Shore comedy on the air. He also has The Good Place, which I absolutely adore. Um, and a new show called Abby. Or Abby's, I believe it's actually called, uh, about a bar outside. I mean, how great would that be? I, I just have to watch for the premise alone. Um, and just a little trivia fact for you all. Um, Abby's being picked up means that for the last 17 seasons, Neil Flynn, who played the janitor on Scrubs, and um, I believe his name was Mike on The Middle, um, he's always had a series regular role on, on a series. Which I thought was really cool. Maybe it's not. Um, or maybe people don't find that as fascinating as I do. And some argue that it's actually 18 because even though he was only recurring in the first season of Scrubs, he appeared in every single episode. Again, you you can make of that what you will. Um, so, the... So Brooklyn Nine-Nine will live to see another day. Um, and so will Last Man Standing, which I w meant to get to before. Um, Fox is rebuilding the multicam um, sitcom. And they're putting it on Friday nights. Um, Last Man Standing will be the anchor. Um, along with the new Vicki Lawrence and Martin Mole and David Greer show... Um, called The Cool Kids. Now, this is a really bizarre because all those actors are above the age of 50. Um, I don't know here if their goal is just to um, stop worrying about the demographic, the 18 to 49 graphic demographic, or um, if, they, if, they're, if they're just experimenting with with trying something new. Um, I'm glad they're doing it because it's 
this will be the first time since maybe the Golden Girls where there's been a sitcom full of elderly people. So I'm just going to have to give that a shot just to see what it's like. Um, Tim Allen, of course, is thrilled that Last Man Standing is back. And um, the executives over at Fox said that they kind of see why it was why Last Man Standing was canceled. It had nothing to do with politics and everything to do with what we were talking about earlier with vertical integration. ABC didn't own the show, and it was going to cost them a pretty penny, so they're only getting ad revenue from the episodes that they air. And that's, that's really a bad business model when you have to pay a, a sitcom legend like Tim Allen and the millions of dollars. Um... And, you know, people are still saying, well, it would have been the perfect companion to Roseanne. But Roseanne has a perfect companion series in the middle. So that's something to think about there. And Roseanne's ratings have not... Uh, they've boosted the middles. But not by all that much. So I think that's something really to think about. I'll be right back. Okay, let's talk about Lethal Weapon. It seems like I'm focusing on the on Fox, but they really are the big story um, of, of this upfront season. Um, so, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Clay Crawford was accused of bad behavior on set. Um, n- no details were really talked about, um, other than a few altercations. Um, it... It's rumored, but not confirmed, that Damon Wayans did not want to work with him anymore. Um, some people are claiming that it is confirmed because um, Damon Wayans kept just retweeting stories about Clint Crawford's dismissal and um, things like that. But I don't think that's necessarily confirmation. That's just retweeting articles about your show, which a lot of actors do, so um, I think to call that um, confirmation is a little straw man. I would argue that more confirmation would be um, him flat out celebrating, which did not happen. Um, so, it, it really came down to the wire um, with the announcement coming in Sunday that Sean William Scott of American Pie fame would be replacing Clayne Crawford. Um, what also came out is that Fox actually had nothing to do with with the dismissal. Um, this was all Warner Brothers. They went to Fox and said, we can't carry on with the show as it is. Um, this is what we're doing. These are the steps we're taking. Some people are arguing that that was proactive. Some are saying that um, Fox should have just canceled when the Warner Brothers essentially didn't give them a choice. But it goes back to one thing and one thing only, and that's you have to be proactive in this day and age. In the in the Me Too uh, times up. Uh, era allowing bad behavior to continue is just not an option. 
um, you know, maybe if this was the um, 70s, 80s, 90s, even early 2000s, you probably could get away with it. But that's not the era we're in anymore, so they had to do something. And if it's true that Williams wouldn't work with Crawford anymore, that's a really big issue. Um, because Williams is the the name, the star. Even if a lot of people felt like Crawford was the one carrying the show. So, um, for his part, Crawford has been very gracious. Um, he, he thanked the cast and crew for the two seasons of work. Um, and he wished him good luck on season three. Now, it, it people are kind of debating online right now whether he will work again. The answer is, of course, he will. He might have to rehabilitate his image a little bit. But he is not going to be one of these that um, we never see again. He will work again. Um, they might, it might start with, like, a, a guest starring role and then work its way up to a recurring, and then, um, from recurring to supporting and supporting the lead, but he will definitely still get work. Um, he might not work with Warner Brothers, uh, but that's, that's even kind of debatable. I think if he can show that he's changed his way, uh, if he can show that he's changed his ways and, um, that he's really thought about what happened on the set, he'll be able to. And who knows? I mean, he might even be able to work on Lethal Weapon again, not in the capacity of... Um, full-time star, but he might be able to guest star on that, and that would be one of the best ways that he could reignite his career. Um, but the show was renewed for season three, so fans can breathe easier. Um, for, for a while, Gotham and Lethal Weapon's fates were tied together. If they couldn't find a suitable star for, um, to replace Crawford there was no way that Lethal Weapon was getting renewed. And then Gotham would have got a full season. Um, allegedly, it would have got a full season. Um, it kind of sounds like Fox, uh, Fox really didn't want Gotham to come back, but they were able to come to terms on a final season um, agreement with Warner Brothers, who also produces the show, that show. I will be right back. Okay, guys, so we've talked about Fox and NBC. Um, CBS, really, there were no surprises. Um, they got rid of, I mean, other than Kevin Can Wait, but even that wasn't really a surprise. It, that was completely expected. Um, let's talk some ABC. Um, they canceled the most shows of any network. Um, some were expected, 10 Days in the Valley with Kira Sedwick. Um, that was just DOA. Um, a show like Station 19, um, the Grey's Anatomy spinoff, was always a no-brainer to come back. Um, the one that wasn't a no-brainer was For the People. This has not been a show 
that has done very well in the ratings. It's a Shonda Rhyme show, um, and since after this season she's gone, uh, she's no longer going to be a producer for ABC Studios, I thought for sure that they were going to get rid of it. Um, and I'm a little, little surprised that they decided to continue on with that show. Um, maybe they're happy, maybe they, you know, because it's, it, it hasn't, like, ignited the ratings on fire, but it's been very steady. Like, every time I read the ratings about it, it's, it's very, very much okay. Um, you know, these are what the other shows did, and of course, For the People was rock steady. And that could have played a part in, in the show getting renewed. Um, I was also thinking that part of the renewal might have been so that they could keep the TGIT label for uh, Thursday nights. Because they'll have Grey's Anatomy, Station 19, and um, How to Get Away with Murder in the Fall, and then Grey's, Station 19, and then For the People um, in the spring. I don't know if that's what they're going to do, because, um, or if they're going to pull something else out of the hat. I know How to Get Away with Murder can only produce up to 15 episodes um, every season because of Viola Davis's contract. Um, she can't, she won't appear in more than that because she's a very busy movie star. Um, so it's that's the only thing I can think of. It could also be that um, this could be the final year for How to Get Away with Murder. That has not been announced. It's speculation. Um, but how much more murder can they get away with? And I, so I think that's the question we have to ask. And what happens to ABC's Thursday night once Grey's um, ends? Because Grey's is the linchpin here. It's been it's what's been holding everything up. Scandal did a a fairly good job, um, but they chose to end it after seven seasons. Um, I could see them trying to get maybe get to seven seasons with How to Get Away with Murder. I believe they're going to season five now, so that's very very likely that they might stretch it out for two more seasons. But I would really keep an eye on that. I think we'll hear more. Um, either at the upfront or as the new season gets closer. Um, that's not a, how to get away with murder is not one of those shows where they're just gonna going to up and cancel it. It's if it's done properly, they're going to give some sort of notice. Um, so. Other than that, ABC's really, um, they passed on a couple of pilots, um, that people were surprised about, but they, in the, in the comedy department, they're known for their family sitcoms that all started with Modern Family, um, you know, which was, I think they're going into the 10th season, and again, Modern Family has not been announced as the final, this being their final season, but it's widely expected that it's this is going to be the end um, because it, it's old, it's an aging show the ratings aren't what they used to be um, every week it's a new series low 
so I would I would be be prepared for that. Um, and I really think that the Goldbergs um, will probably become the new crown in ABC's um, comedy crown, or the new jewel in ABC's comedy crown, um, which it kind of already has. It's getting a spin its own spinoff. Um, which is something that Modern Family was never quite able to do. Um, so that's it. That's going to do it for this TV-soaked um, episode. And I will talk to you guys next time. Cheers.